You are listening to This is Oklahoma, hosted by Mike Hearn, telling stories of Oklahomans and those that have made it their home. What's going on, guys? Welcome back to another episode of This is Oklahoma. Mike Hearn here, your host, back with another episode. Um, I'm actually, like I say this every time, I'm pumped about every episode because I am, but it's all for different reasons. This one, I absolutely love eating these cookies um, with cups of tea, with coffee, with milk. I'm a big Samoas fan, and probably by that, you, you already know what I'm talking about. Everyone's big love is probably Thin Mints. Now you definitely know what I'm talking about. Um, I am down today at uh, Girl Scouts West in Oklahoma with Caitlin and Melissa. Thanks for having me. Thanks for having us. Yeah, I'm... Uh, yeah, the whole Girl Scout thing is like, you know, just... When I think of it, I just think of people on the side of the road, like, screaming. I'm like, I'm pulling over every time. Like, I have money... Take my money. Just you know, <laughs> can I buy enough? Can I freeze them so they last longer? You they never last long. Can. I know I can, but they never last that long. The right? trick is to hide them behind a bunch of things, so then it's a secret. Like you pull something out, and you're like, "Oh my gosh, I forgot that I hid these behind this yeah. box of chicken." And then you demolish a box in five minutes. Yes, <laughs> um, at least it gives you a little more time. <laughs> true. I'm gonna have to start. To, I'm gonna just go on Craigslist and buy an extra freezer and just check it in the garage <laughs> and forget about it. <laughs> just hoard. Called Thin Mints. Um, but yeah, this, you know, I love what this whole organization does. And obviously you guys are around the Western Oklahoma and run that side of things. Um, we have some big events coming up. Before we talk about that, what, you know, how did you guys get involved with this? Was this something that you guys did when you were kids? Like, what was your kind of ties, I guess, to, to this organization? Caitlin, you want to talk about it first? Yeah. So uh, growing up, I was not a Girl Scout, but now I so wish that I was. Um, I am one of five girls, so empowering women is something that's super important in my family and to me. And so when the opportunity popped up for someone to do social media and marketing, I was like, oh, this is perfect. Like my love of that plus my love of getting to empower all these girls and like see all of the crazy mm-hmm. things that they do that I would have never thought to do. Um, is so cool and something that I love so much getting to do this. So I didn't know you're one of five. I am too. Yes. How cool. So I'm one of five, but two girls and uh, three boys and our whole family grew up doing scouts. So the boys did boy scouts. I did girl scouts. Um, the girl scouts reached out to me, uh, to come and work for the organization when, um, we were about ready to start a new capital campaign to build a new camp. And it was like a dream come true because honestly, um, the reason that I got into girl scouts and stayed in girl scouts and loved it and promote it, um, is I'm a huge outdoor enthusiast. And so, um, being able to be a part of, um, this new camp, um, and the creation of it and then tying in what I do a nonprofit for a living was, yeah. was a perfect match. Awesome. So how long have you guys worked here? I've worked here a little over a year and I've been here a little over two years. Okay. So still fairly new to yeah. the, to the yes. organization. Right. And I mean, we're sitting next to boxes and boxes <laughs> of cookies. How hard is it to just not have, not take home boxes every day? That's why we keep them locked in a room down here. Yes. <laughs> but also we use our donor dollars wisely. So yeah. the um, the cookies are, you know, our big money maker for us. Right. And we use them for that purpose or to promote um, our mission. So uh, we don't, we are not allowed as employees yeah. to take them home unless we purchase them just right. like everybody else. Yeah, because I see, the, you know, we have the you know, boxes in, in the corner, but above it, it does say PR cookies. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, yeah, you all the time, my cookies. friends are like, so do you just have, when I started there, like, so endless supply of cookies. I was like, yeah. I don't think so. <laughs> so like we have these cookies, but they're all designed for a purpose. So like we right. have them for donor events. We have them when we go do different media things and then for cookies yeah. and cocktails. So like, they're all so set right. that even if we did, we don't have any extras to yeah. spare for it. <laughs> 
Which again, the demand probably, definitely exceeds the supply. Definitely, yes. it's probably for a good reason, right? Yes. Because like we would all be the size of houses if we <laughs> ate these cookies all day. Um, and I hate running, and I don't want to run more than I want to eat. So, <laughs> um, but you, you know, you mentioned the event that's coming up Thursday. Um, cookies and cocktails right so at the farmer's market we have this you know we have what 29 is it 28 28 now restaurants that are going to compete mm-hmm. and remind me if i'm wrong but they have to use a cookie mm-hmm. in the ingredients right yes so it can be so the restaurants will create a sweet or savory bite or a drink okay and so it has to incorporate the cookie somehow and so like for the drinks it could just be it's on the rim of it right. and so it complements what their cocktail is but most of it is yeah. incorporated into it and we're really excited one of the breweries is making a brew using the cookies oh who's that mad, mad hopper, hopper brewing okay that's gonna be really cool yeah and then like the Drake made a cookie and inf- like a cookie milk yeah. um, cocktail. So there's they come up with the most creative ways to incorporate all of their stuff. Um, Hacienda Tacos is making a chili and they put the toffee tastic cookies in it to help thicken uh-huh. it up. Like the things are endless that they come up with. You're like, how can you make a cookie into something savory? Yeah. And then like Bass last year made an ahi tuna with cookie, like it was crusted in cookies oh my and gosh. the greatest thing I've ever eaten. Yeah. And that was, I think they used, um, one of them had an Asian recipe using the dosi dough cause it had that peanut butter mm-hmm. on the okay. center. The trefoil, the shortbread cookie is often used as, I think we had a, um, it was a, a coconut shrimp, and mm-hmm. it was used as the breading for the coconut shrimp one year. Yeah. It's pretty amazing how they how they incorporate these cookies. Yeah. People listening to this are only five minutes in, and they're like, <laughs> where do I buy these tickets, right? So quick, before if they're listening and they just yeah. don't want to listen to the rest of the podcast, where do they go? So, uh, yeah. And actually, let me pop, let me chime in and say this, too. This is the best deal yeah. on any fundraising event in town, right. hands down. For 28 restaurants... You get, I mean, you, you go hungry. Yeah. I mean, you don't go hungry. I'm sorry. You don't go hungry. Yeah. There's no way. Um, and you get free beer, free wine, and then the drinks that the restaurants are incorporating right. too. So for 45 bucks. Yeah. Okay. You go to gswestok.org. Okay. Oh, slash CC if you want yeah. to go directly. Or you can go to the donate spot and then it'll say yeah. cookies and cocktails right underneath there. For your listeners, um, let's go ahead and offer them a discount code. Okay. So they can save $5 okay. if they enter in the code FRIEND, F-R-I-E-N-D. Awesome. Yeah. And so this is going to be from 5.30 to 8.30, Yeah, right? 5.30 to 8.00. 5.30 to 8.00 at the Farmer's Market yes. downtown on Thursday. Yeah. That's awesome. And so you had, you said you had it last year as well. Yes. So this is actually our eighth year. Okay. Last year we had it at Sanctuary Asia. So we were the first event yeah. to get to be in the building, which was really cool. But we have like far exceeded that building space with our 28 restaurants and we're pushing our space at the farmer's market. Yeah. So it's been really exciting to see how it's grown just in a year and try and think ahead for next year what we'll be able to do. Right. We anticipate about 500 people coming this year, so it'll be the largest crowd, the largest number of restaurants. Yeah. Um, That's super exciting. Yeah. And obviously, you've got to be over 21 to be there, yes. right? Yes, because we have the free beer and wine, and uh-huh. then the cocktails as part of it, you must be 21. Um, but it makes it fun because it's a different way to get involved in Girl Scouts as an adult because it doesn't just end when you're when you graduate your senior year, there's different ways that you can be involved throughout and different ways, even if you weren't a Girl Scout, that you can get involved now. 
And the event goes, um, you know, the cause is um, a specific cause, something that's kind of near and dear to our hearts. It supports the Gold Award Girl Scout Scholarship. Okay. And this is huge. Um, The Gold Award is the highest um, award that any Girl Scout can earn. And it can take up to two years for them to even um, do this, but it's a community-focused project, and that has to be sustainable beyond their lifetime. So Caitlin can probably talk about some yeah. of the um, awards they've done, but this money, the money from this goes to build an endowment that creates scholarships ongoing for these girls. Okay. Yeah, so the crazy thing about this, like, the girls that are doing this are juniors and seniors in high school. So you add the minimum 80 hours that it takes to do your project on yeah. top of all of your schoolwork, extracurriculars, work. And these girls have come up with these insane projects. We had a girl um, from our council that created a TAPS program. So for veterans' funerals, she realized yeah. that a lot of them, they were playing recordings of TAPS. And so she, her organization, which is now a national nonprofit. Right. I like have goosebumps yeah, just I'm talking thinking about like, it. This is um, she organized for different trumpet players to come and play it live. And one of our co-chairs was talking about in her scholarship interview, she talked about how she went to a homeless vet's funeral and she was the only person there. And so just having someone there that recognizes like what they did and to see it grow so crazy from this project is like, it's just mind blowing because I was so focused. Like when I think about it, I'm like, man, I was just like, how do I get to May of my senior (laughs) year and like start college? And they're thinking of these like, massive big picture ideas like their take action projects um so they have the sustainability component they have a global impact and last year one of our gold award girl scouts created a digital library for a new school in tonda um cote d'ivory and so she got the donations for all of the tablets she went to rotary meetings talked to grown men that right. she her mom was just talking about how like her confidence in doing this had grown so much um but she took all of those she figured out what books needed to be on it how they could learn And then last summer, she went and took them to the school and taught the teachers and the kids how to do it. And then this summer, she just went back and they expanded it to their middle school program. So even though she was finished with her project, she's still being involved and has her, she's being able to help keep it sustained with the organization. While going to college and doing all the rest of the stuff that she's she's doing now, right? She'll be a senior this year. So she did all of this, her, like going into her junior year of high school. For any business owners that are listening, I always um, like to say, hey, if you get a resume that comes across your desk and uh, it says that they were a Gold Award Girl Scout, just hire them. Don't even mess with the interview. (laughs) They're going to be phenomenal. Yeah. That's, I'm still thinking like, you know, with, with the funeral stuff like that, I've listened to that live. Um, It wasn't a funeral, but it was, it was somewhere. And I think it gives you goosebumps right Mm -hmm. away. And then just to have like how special that is. Right. And now it's gone nationwide. yeah, she's taken that organization that's amazing. nationwide. Yeah. Yeah. That's and that's one thing I love about the states compared to back home. I mean, back home, yeah, you know, we very you know, we still love the armed forces, but out here you just seem to take it to another level. There's so much respect. Uh, you know, anywhere you see a guy or you see someone who's probably got a Vietnam vet hat on, old guy, he's probably at Chick-fil-A because that's where I usually see the same guy <laughs> I'm thinking about. Um, everyone, you know, there's always people going over and saying, you know, appreciate you that kind of thing and it kind of happens a lot back home but it's just not as much it was the kind of the time that people went to war back home if they're a world war vet then yes but a time that like they kind of gone to like you know like iraq and all that stuff 
that wasn't a very good thing in the UK. Nobody, no one wanted to go. Whereas out here, it's like, yeah, we're taking, we're going. Like it's, they don't think twice about it. So that's, I think that doesn't help much, but uh, for the UK anyway. Um, you know, a, a side note on uh-huh. vets and cookies. You would not think there's a connection there. But <laughs> <laughs> cookies touch everything. Yeah. It's very far reaching. Right. So, um, you know, um, say somebody comes up upon a cookie stand and they're not wanting to buy cookies. Maybe mm-hmm. they've got the freezer full already or, or they've started their New yeah. Year's resolution. But um, they can give to what's called Operation Cookie Drop. Okay. And then the girls track that money um, that's donated for that purpose. And then we actually ship cookies out to that's um, so cool. people serving. Okay. I- Thinking of cookie drop, I just see this giant C-130 plane flying over a base and just chucking out cookies. Like, here you go, here's your yeah. care package. And the guy's just running over and breaking this box open and like, day made. Yeah. yeah. Um, to that same extent, if they, they also have the choice to give to the regional food bank. Okay. Um, and, you know, while there might be a, um, kind of, you know, high calorie content in our cookies, it still puts smiles on people's yeah. faces. Yeah, so. definitely. Yeah. It's most like for me, and I, I, I might speak for a lot of people, I might not, but... You know, everyone just thinks of just just cookies, right? That's all. It's just raising money for the girls. But no one thinks, like, I never would have thought all the other stuff that goes on outside, right? There's so much more than just cookies. There's so much more than just cookies and crafts. And yeah. we hear that a lot. Um, you know, one of the really cool things, so Girl Scouts, uh, our national organization, mm-hmm. GSUSA, made a pledge to put 2.5 million girls into the STEM workforce pipeline by 2025. And that's huge because just in Oklahoma alone, there's a deficit between the number of STEM jobs that are available and the number of prepared people. Okay. And so, um, you know, I kind of mentioned the camp a little yeah. bit earlier, uh-huh. but we are getting ready to build. We've actually just broken ground about three weeks ago to build a new camp called Camp Travera. And it's um, out next to the zoo on the east side of the lake uh-huh. there. Um, and it's going to be the first of its kind new urban STEM camp. Yeah. And Girl Scouts um, focuses on four pillars in our leadership experience, which is what we call the program. And that's STEM outdoors entrepreneurship, which is where the cookie sales come in. Yeah. And then, um, life skills and everything will be highlighted at this camp. It'll be open in fall of 2020. And we're so excited. We have raised about 10.3 million. Wow. Um, We need to hit 10.7 by the end of September to get a million dollar um, match from the maybe foundation. Mm -hmm. So we're really working hard for that total. We need to raise 12.2 million. So we've we've got a couple million left to go. Yeah. So that's going to be out like where Lincoln golf course is and where the Mm -hmm. softball stadium is and kind of in that area. It's perfect because it's right in the adventure district, right? The zoo and the science museum are two of our largest um, partners. Um, we've got some incredible sponsors on board that are helping make this possible. The Chickasaw nation Mm -hmm. is, is one of them, uh, Devin OERB, um, we, we just, there's just so many to name, but um, the the camp itself is going to be available to Girl Scouts about 50% of the time, yeah, and then to the community for rental 50% of the time. Right. Most camps are only open in like the fall and summer. This is going to be all year round. Yeah. So um, most camps lose money because of that. We're going to break even with just Which Girl is Scout awesome. usage, yeah. and then additional revenue that we get from um, running it out will be put back in a Girl Scout program. Right. So it'll be. I mean. Uh, if I'm kind of thinking it'll probably be good to have like schools and take day trips out and stuff like that. Right. As well as the camp stuff yeah. too. Mm-hmm. So yeah. you get money back from that. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Do you want to talk about what we're doing with schools, Oklahoma City public schools? Yeah. So yeah. we, so we have our traditional troops, um, that you're, 
they're the ones that you see out selling cookies at Mm. cookie booths, but we also, um, have our alternative programs. So we go to juvenile detention centers, uh, what are the housing housing? I was like, what is the word? (laughs) Um, we go to different housing, uh, areas. And then this fall, we're actually starting in the Oklahoma City Public Schools middle schools. So we'll have programming in all of the middle schools for girls to be able to participate in. So they'll get to be Girl Scouts, but in a non-traditional way. Um, So they'll get to do in the, they'll start with um, like anti-bullying. They'll do all of the STEM activities, entrepreneurship. So they'll get to participate in the cookies um, and then they'll finish up with more STEM because so Girl Scouts actually just launched 42 new STEM and outdoor badges. So these are geared a little more toward the older girls. So okay. there's anything from coding to cybersecurity, robotics, space science. Yeah. So it gives girls those opportunities to learn a little bit more in a different way, but have it be a little more accessible to them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's good to to be like like I said the the Girl Scout is just kind of moving with the times, mm-hmm. right? You know, not just like when I, w- I was a Boy We're Scout like for a little bit. Right. Just keep going. <laughs> I still, still around. So We're on the front <laughs> edge of trends. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's it's true though, really. We have, um, yeah. so Girl Scouts has a Girl Scout Research Institute where they solely focus on how girls learn best. Okay. So they study this and they, they live it and they breathe it every single day. And yeah. they are, um, they're able to, to, stay ahead of the trends to keep girls engaged. And that's another cool thing about camp. So if girls that participate in Girl Scouts go to camp and enjoy it, they're more likely to stay in camp longer. And the longer that you stay in Girl Scouts, research shows that you're um, more likely to become a stronger community uh, leader, philanthropist, Mm -hmm. um, just stay uh, more engaged and involved as a citizen. Yeah. Does it stop at 18? No. Like, like, uh, or do you just keep, you stay and you can stay in? Traditional like programming stops at eighteen once right. you graduate high school, and but then you can be a volunteer, you can be right. a troop leader, yeah. you can um, come to cookies and cocktails, gotcha. you can help at um, like cookie warehouse pickups. Mm-hmm. So you probably have a huge alumni program then. Yes. Yeah. Is there anyone that really stands out that's gone through all of this stuff, like around like the nation? Is it really? No woman president yet, but like, <laughs> is there anyone that really stands out? It's like probably the most popular one. As the pop- most popular Girl Scout? Yeah. Gosh, let me think. Um, I think one that sticks out to me right now, just because she's been in the media so much, is Carly Kloss. So she's okay. been on the Today Show a lot recently, showing off all of the STEM, the different STEM mm-hmm. things, and showing that it is just more than that. And that you, she went from being a model to doing this, but like, that's her passion and yeah. she's getting to use her platform to showcase all of this. Yeah. There's, I don't have the stats in front of me, but so I might butcher this. Um, but the, this is the gist. So yeah. I would, I would go on record to say I would be really surprised if our first female president wasn't a girl scout. Um, every astronaut that's mm-hmm. female was a girl scout. Okay. 70% of our female senators, girl scouts, um, a hundred percent of, you know, I mean, there's all these different stats of these yeah, different yeah. things. So I'll have to look it up at some point and share it with you. But it's pretty phenomenal. I mean, you can see the impact mm-hmm. that Girl Scouts has truly when you realize, when you look at the people that are in um, leadership roles mm-hmm. that are female, Yeah. Um, the vast majority were Girl Scouts. Yeah. How, so if there's like a parent or potential parent listening to this, how do they get the girls involved? 
in being a Girl Scout? So you can reach out to us. Um, our email is info at gswestok.org. And we have tons of recruiters all across mm-hmm. our um, area that can help you pl- get plugged in with a troop. And the nice thing about that is they'll ask you questions about what your girl is looking for. So if she's wanting to do more of the STEM, they'll try and find a STEM troop in her area. Or she wants to go. Uh, we just had a bunch of girls that went to Taos and hiked the mountains, camped outside. So like that's more her thing she they can help her get plugged in yeah. to a troop like that yeah. by area or mm-hmm. by interest yeah that's good this by interest because that it's going to keep more engaged yeah. and you're not going to just one and done kind of someone show up and like it's not for me well and girl scouts is girl led so what that means is the girls actually decide which direction their troop takes and and yeah. program that they um take part in and then it's the volunteers job to accommodate um you know really what how they design it. Yeah. And that's one of the other cool parts about our new camp is it's giving those leaders the opportunity to get more training outdoors without having to take them on a big camping trip initially. Because what we've seen is a lot of them aren't comfortable doing that. So this is kind of our next step in helping them be prepared to do that. So the camp will have traditional tent camping, we'll have tree houses, uh, hammock sleeping, and then we'll also have bunk rooms. So if you have a group of younger kids, maybe the bunk rooms is the perfect place to start. Mm -hmm but they're getting to go out and do that. Or you have the older girls that want to try tent camping so they can do that. And they're just right here. So it's not like they're driving really far and they're like, I don't like this. And you can (laughs) kind of have the flexibility to do that. And then they're also getting to do all of the STEM things too and combined them both because so much of outdoors is involved in STEM that you wouldn't think about. You know, and speaking of some features, um, some of the one of the features that the girls are most excited about, with the lake being there and the zoo right there, we're going to have a zip line going from our side of the camp across the zoo lake to the zoo. So any girl that stays overnight can get a free pass to the zoo or the science museum or the American Indian Heritage and Cultural Center. Yeah. But they can actually zip line as they're to to yeah. the back entrance of the zoo, or they can kayak over. So. Okay. Cool. So back to you know this event that we have thursday cookies and cocktails um is this like your favorite event of the year yes it sounds like it's like the best oh my gosh it's definitely i didn't realize that it was a thing before i started um because i had been gone for so long and so coming back and then starting working here and getting to see it and then see how involved all of the restaurants Mm -hmm. get and how the community comes to support and a lot of them I don't think you realize that you're supporting Girl Scouts but it's a way like when you're initially going um I told all my friends about it I was like all these restaurants are incorporating Girl Scout cookies into their things yeah but you get an the bonus of being able to show Girl Scouts to all these people in a non-traditional way Mm -hmm. um which I think is so great because so many people do think it's just the cookies which it is like that's what funds the girls being able to do all of their things but then you see, like, they put the the proceeds from their mm-hmm. cookie sale toward their gold award project, toward going overseas yeah. um, to uh, Switzerland. Um, and uh-huh. they plan the whole trip. So they'll start with their budget, then they go f- um, figure out what activities they need, if they need to change their budget to fit. So it's teaching them the life skills from their entrepreneurship things. And it's so cool just to see how it all entwines mm-hmm. um, and then how an event like this just adds on to it to be able to help support yeah. all of that. Can I talk a little bit about what a guest might expect oh, when yeah, they come definitely. to the event yeah. if they haven't been before? So it's a casual environment, come as you are, business casual. It's really a mingling sort of social environment. There's not a lot mm-hmm. of program to it. 
Um, our chairs this year, Ali Glavis and Newt Brown, have done a fantastic job organizing a committee. So a big thank you to those committee members that have helped put this on. Um, and uh, we'll all be there to, to um, help host. But um, the MCs are Lance McDaniel and Melissa Scarimucci. I love and, Lance. Yeah, <laughs> everybody he's does. the Oklahoma MC yeah. and he's so good. So they'll be there. Um, there's not a lot of talk, but they'll be there making sure we all have a good time. There's live music provided by Jordan Law and Spunk Adams. Okay. It's fantastic. And um, people come with their favorite cover requests because this guy can play everything. Yeah. Um, and the 28 restaurants, they'll either be doing a sweet or a savory dish. And the um, we ask that the um, people... Uh, vote on which one they think is the best and then we we've got um judges that are kind of foodie people mm-hmm. that are going to be coming to judge as well so um the judges vote on um you know different specific categories like the best um overall appearance or presentation um the best flavor the most unique that kind of thing and then people's choice just vote on their overall favorite yeah do you have any of the any of the restaurants or the bars that kind of just sell take these items and just keep them in their menu has anyone done that i don't i don't know i don't think they have um the hard part is because cookies cookies aren't on sale so during the cookie sale we have had restaurants and different little bakeries that have made things that they can sell during the cookie sale, which has been really fun to see how they incorporate those. And it's their way of supporting the cookies, the cookie sale. So they'll find a Girl Scout and they'll buy the cookies from her and then they turn it into something that fits their restaurant. Um, But the hard part about the timing of this is cookies aren't on sale. So it makes it a little harder to add it to their menu of things. When, when is the cookies kind of periods that they go on sale? That's usually in February. Okay. So February, March, April. Okay. I always forget. Yeah. I did just sometime here. It's like, oh, there they are. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, it'll, it usually starts about the first. They're finalizing the dates right now. So okay. be on the lookout. Um, but it'll usually be around the first part of February to the last part of March. Okay. So you have like eight weeks. Yeah. Yeah. So some of the judges that are coming out, by the way, just so we can let mm-hmm. people know who to yeah. expect to see. Dave Cathy from the Oklahoman. Uh, Russ Johnson with Lou Devine, um, Shelby Sieg from The Pritchard, um, David Rackley from 84 Hospitality Group, and Loretta Barrett Odin, who um, is an Emmy Award winning chef. Um, we've got the beer, the people that have provided uh-huh. beer um, Anthem Brewing, uh, Coop, Vanessa House, and uh, Prairie Artisan Ales. And then Republic Distributing is helping us with, yeah. with the wine. Um, and uh, we'll also have a big raffle. And then a couple silent auction items. Some of the silent auction items that people are gearing up for are um, a, a trip to the Dominican for a group of people, airfare included. Um, that's going to be amazing. Um, we've got a Hamilton package, and all the reviews of Hamilton have been saying, you got to yes. check I this out. I just saw it. Yeah. It's amazing. So good. Okay. <laughs> so those will be a si- uh, Oh, and we've got a trip to um, Angel Fire. So those will be a couple silent auction items, and the rest will be raffles. So. Yeah. It's going to be an awesome event. Yeah. What is like your favorite thing about the event? You know, I just like to see how many different people from the community come together to have a good time. Yeah. You know, it's, 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 cookies cookies brings people together. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. There's power in the cookie. Awesome. Um, Paul, is there anything else you want to share just before we wrap up? 
don't think so. I don't think so. How can everyone get, like, regardless of this event, how can they follow? How can They can donate from the website, right? Mm-hmm. But how can they follow you on all your, what are all your social media? So on Facebook, it's Girl Scouts Western Oklahoma. So we share the different events we have coming up for girls, the things that girls are doing in the community, um, and different things that women across the country are doing. And then our Instagram is at GSWestOK, and so is Twitter. And then our website is www.gswestok.org. Awesome. I will say, if they can't make it to the event and still want to support Girl Scouts, Camp Travera is a great way yeah. to do that. Help us get to our $10.7 million so we can get that million yeah, dollar by September, right? match by end of September. Awesome. Yeah. Well, ladies, thank you so much. I'm, I can't wait for the event. I know my wife's super pumped. <laughs> Um, you know, and hopefully we can get some more people to this event. Yeah. It's going to be 500 people. It's going to be an awesome place yeah. to be. It usually sells out, so yeah. get tickets before day mm-hmm. of. The uh, the farmers market is a great location. You know, it's an awesome venue, and yeah, it's I'm excited. This is going to be amazing. Okay. So well, thanks for having yes, us. Thank you Appreciate so much. It. Thanks for listening, guys. We'll catch you soon. Bye. Thank you for listening. We are inspired by those around us and hope that you are too. Make sure you subscribe to this podcast on your favorite podcast platform and leave us a review so we can keep telling your stories. For more great Oklahoma content, follow This Is Oklahoma on Facebook and Instagram. podcast was produced by Mike Hearn and Ian Weston, mixed by Alan Brown, with music by Chad Duro.